the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. King Charles III publicly proclaimed Britain's new monarch for the first time by a royal official at St. James Palace, the clerk of the Accession Council, Richard Tillerbrook, read the official proclamation. By the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and of his other realms and territories, King, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith, to whom we do acknowledge all faith and obedience with humble affection. And it took place in a ceremony steeped in ancient tradition and political symbolism, the German government says it's sticking to its long-held plan of shutting down the country's three remaining nuclear power plants. Despite ongoing energy challenges, the government has already announced measures to import gas from other sources and reactivate coal-powered plants. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk wonders if the GOP wants to lose. Right now, Republicans should have the wind at their back. Red wave is what we were told. They're worried that a legitimate tsunami is brewing in this country And your Republican establishment is worried that might be hard to manage. They're afraid that there is something bubbling up, and they don't want to play into that. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Win yourself a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree and have your recipe included in the world's greatest recipes, Volume 2. Just submit your favorites at am1280thepatriot.com. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Let's take a look at your weather. Today, decreasing clouds, high of 71. Tomorrow's looking good, too. Sunny and a high of 72. And Monday, sunny and a high of 74. Hour 1 of the Narn with Mitch Berg is next right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, since 2002. That is to say, for the last 20.5 years, bringing all the news I feel like printing to the Twin Cities from Monday through Friday, along with my co-bloggers, Jeff Kuba, Mr. D, and First Ringer. Speaking of which, by the way, my blog, shotinthedark.info, literally going on 21 years old, able to buy an assault weapon in every state of the Union, not to mention a drink. Really, both, but never together. At any rate, uh, we, we have another big plan coming up here. Uh, I mean, Shot in the Dark is always there, always chugging away, always cranking out the material five days a week. Uh, we have another big project coming up from uh, Shot in the Dark Publications. I can't go into details yet, but it's going to be, as a recent president said, huge it's going to be a huge deal, and I'm looking forward to this. And it's actually going to be the first of a couple of potentially huge deals that I am seriously seriously looking forward to. So stay tuned for that. And if you're not going to shotinthedark.info Monday through Friday, then what on earth are you doing for crying out loud? It's five days a week that you could be starting off on the right foot with Shot in the Dark, the blog that in some ways got the Narn started way back when. Of course, the Narn, myself, uh, one to three uh, Saturdays, Jack Tomzak, three to five Saturdays, coming up later on today, by the way. Uh, Brad Carlson, uh, one to three Sundays here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. So, State Fair was last week. We talked about it a bit. 
last week, but it's not as big of an issue here on the show as it used to be. It used to be our favorite live broadcast of the year, uh, getting out every Saturday for, gosh, probably 14 or 15 years we were out there every Saturday. And it was the highlight of the year because I, unlike a lot of radio people, love live broadcasts. I mean, it's weird. Radio people, especially especially morning radio people, tend to be incredible introverts to the point of being misanthropes in some cases. I worked with so many radio people for whom the thought of leaving the studio was the most miserable thing of their day. And you go out to most of these music radio stations, you see these DJs out in the booth. They had had to been dragged out there by contractual obligation and usually an extra talent fee getting thrown in to get them there. Or once the money fell out of the business, the threat of being disposable because there's 20 other people who want the job they got and are eminently qualified. Anyway, that's music radio. Music radio is, has fallen completely in the toilet financially for the last 15 years or so. So that's why none of them are at the fair along with us. At any rate, I am the opposite extreme. I love being out in a crowd. I feel energized by being uh, out in a crowd. And, and in fact, the more the crowd, the better. That was the highlight of the probably middle seven or eight years we did at the fair. We started out at our first studio down in Commonwealth in Judson, kind of down where the International Market Bazaar uh, expanded into a few years back. When I say a few years, probably about 2008 or so. Uh, and then we moved up to uh, up to the the classic Narn booth, which are actually AM twelve A, the Patriot booth, on Dan Patch, just across from the DFL booth and the Farmers Union, uh, where currently the patio for the O'Gara's booth is right now. Uh, you know that's where the money is. They 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 wanted to build a permanent presence there. It's O'Gara's only current permanent presence, and probably makes more money than their old bar on Snelling and uh, Selby used to make. At any rate. Great stop at the fair, by the way. Uh, then, and, and the crowds there were always off the hook because we were one of the first things you ran into when you got off, uh, got off the, uh, came into the Minnesota State Fair. I mean, it's the biggest single entrance to the fair. And we always had a huge crowd there, sometimes just an over-the-top crowd there for us. And that was just so energizing to me. And then they moved us up to Machinery Hill the last five or six years. And I was like, okay, it was fun. Not as fun because the crowd's not as big. But still, being out in a crowd is fun. But we're not there this year. One thing that I loved about the fair was the fact that when you work at a radio station, you have an air-conditioned place to go, especially when you've got kids that you're hauling around the fair, as I did for the first several years at the fair. You need to, to, to have an air-conditioned place to go to get a couple of cranky kids out of the crowds and out of the heat and let them cool down a bit. You got that. One of my other uh, least favorite things about the fair was, as Mike Nelson said, our first year at the fair back in 2004, people at the Minnesota State Fair walk at two speeds, slower than me, and much slower than me. And that remains the case after all these years. Other favorite thing of the fair, and and something I have done every single time I've been to the fair since 2004, I grabbed an Italian sausage sandwich at Sausages by Cynthia down on Commonwealth Street. It was originally about a block or two west of our original booth, and I found that my first year at the fair. And it has been my single solitary fair culinary tradition ever since then. I stopped down at Sausages by Cynthia because it would not be the Minnesota State Fair without that. And uh, Labor Day, I went to the fair. I went to uh, volunteer at the Ryan Wilson booth. Of course, we had Ryan Wilson on the show last week, I believe. He is the candidate for Minnesota State Auditor, the GOP-endorsed uh, GOP candidate uh, to go up against White Claw Blaha. And he had a very good week, by the way. He had a great, very good day out at the fair. Uh, the crowds out at the, uh, the, the number of people stopping by the Ryan Wilson for State Auditor booth was, this was interesting. I posted the the photos uh, on social media last Monday as, as I was on my way home from the fair. We were about half a block south of the Tim Walls booth. Uh, and Tim Walls's booth seemed to be, have a sort of a constant moment of silence theme going on because literally no one was ever there, ever. And and we had a, a steady stream of people coming through. And you go up to the Scott Jensen booth. It was endless lines. I'm mean, half a block long to meet uh, the candidate when I was there. Of course, having the candidate there helps. 
something Governor Waltz almost never did after the first couple of days of the fair. I mean, he, he was not getting a great response. Now, people were saying, oh, this is going to be a great election. Looking at the way uh, this, this, I mean, looking at the, comparing the crowds at the state fair. And I, I had to say, slow your roll there. Pump the brakes, bucko, because the state fair is like Red Minnesota's day camp in the middle of blue Minnesota for 12 days. It really is. I mean, the crowd at the Minnesota State Fair, you, you have people from Minneapolis and St. Paul and the, the inner metro area. It's true. Plenty of them. But this is the time of the year when Red Minnesota comes out to play in the Midway. And uh, the, by the way, by Midway, I mean the neighborhood, not necessarily the, well, both. Let's be honest. The, the, the State Fair's Midway with all the rides and games and stuff. And the Midway, my home neighborhood in St. Paul. I mean, you've got Midways uh, on on both sides. And this is when Red Minnesota comes out to play. So I don't put a lot of stock in the fact that there's an awful lot of people necessarily. As As a harbinger of the election, I don't think it matters so much personally. Because this is where there's probably the biggest single concentration of Republican sympathizers anywhere in the metro area and really the only one you get all year long other than perhaps an AM 1280 the Patriot event downtown if we were to have one there so keep that in perspective as we discuss this but on the other hand it was still kind of funny to see people lined up to talk with Ryan Wilson at the uh, Minnesota State Auditor booth the what that's right the Minnesota State Auditor which is a race most people in Minnesota don't know about, have no idea what the state auditor is or does or why it matters, which, by the way, is the important part here as we get into some of these races because the, the, the polls came out the day after the, the, the Minnesota State Fair letter, and they were a big dash of cold water for a lot of Republicans. And we'll talk about that in a moment here. But it was a big state fair for symbolism. It's a big year at the state fair for symbolism because, well, I shouldn't say symbolism. I should say fake news because uh, on Saturday night, the final Saturday night of the Minnesota State Fair, uh, there was an allegation that there was a shooting incident Saturday night at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. I mean, there was footage of something going on on the north end of the state fair's midway and something set a crowd running, almost a stampede of people getting away from the Midway. I mean, Rebecca Brannon, the Twin Cities' foremost journalist of any kind, had the video of something, but it cannot have possibly been a shooting because the State Fair Board banned guns and put some teeth behind that ban after several years of just posting signs, and a state court upheld that decision just before the fair started. So, Clearly, there could not have been any guns at the Minnesota State Fair. I do not know who these people think they're fooling. And that wasn't the end of it, by the way. The the State Fair led to uh, just an hour before the fair ended for the year on Labor Day evening, mere hours after I left the grounds. There was a shooting immediately outside the State Fair uh, entrance on Danpatch, a.k.a. Midway Parkway at Snelling. Again. I mean, last year there was violence around that same entrance. A, a big fight broke out. And this year there was a shooting that left someone in the hospital. Uh, so two shootings. Now, let me put this in context, since the Twin Cities media loves to throw that idea around, putting things in context. The Minnesota State Fair has been in action for about 160-odd years. And in the first 160-odd of those years... Let's just say the first 158 or so years up until 2016, there was not a single incident with a firearm at the Minnesota State Fair. None. And during that entire time, people brought guns to the Minnesota State Fair. I mean, until 1974, you did not need a permit to carry a firearm in the state of Minnesota. So it is absurd to even pretend that nobody brought a firearm to the Minnesota State Fair for those first 150 odd years. And then... In 2016, believe it was, looking back through my records, I think it was 2016, the Minnesota State Fair started posting itself, putting signs at the gates saying, guns are prohibited, and doing a few cursory searches of bags. But, I mean, literally, everyone who wanted to bring a gun just kept it concealed, and, and, and there was no problems. But that was the first year that guns were officially no-go. 
And darned if there wasn't the first armed robbery in the history of the Minnesota State Fair that year down at one of the traditional, I think it was the craft beer booth down on uh, Underwood. Uh, there was an armed robbery towards closing time. The first year that guns were officially outlawed, at least in concept, was the first time we had a an episode. And this year, the first year that they actually took active measures to disarm the law-abiding citizens was the first year we had a shootout on the fairgrounds and the first year we've had a shooting immediately off the fairgrounds. As let us remind you, the state fair policy ensures that everyone leaving the state fairgrounds is disarmed and helpless. Don't let that escape you, folks. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Number to call if you care to join us. And I, I sincerely hope you will, because that's what makes it fun. Hey, don't forget, many of our neighbors who are living check to check are now facing eviction and other hardships right now because of the wave of inflation or have been evicted or are homeless or not sure where they're going to be eating next. The Patriot and Salvation Army believe no one should have to choose between rent and food. So... Go to the AM 12A, the Patriot 2022 Here to Help campaign. It's uh, starting up now. The Here to Help campaign for 2020, supported by Geritom Medical. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, sign up and help. Now that the Biden economy is kicking in, it's more needed than ever. 
So, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. Uh, so, anyway, shootings, uh, two shootings uh, in the closing days uh, of the Minnesota State Fair. One of them including a shooting on the State Fairgrounds, which are at least allegations of a shooting on the State Fairgrounds, because, of course... It's a gun-free zone. They can't possibly have guns on the on the state fairgrounds. And, and of course, the fact remains, uh, a number of my friends uh, passed on the information that the, the screening at the Minnesota State Fair was a joke. It's a security theater of the type that makes uh, even Homeland Security screening at the airport look like an Al Al screening. I mean, it was, it was a pathetic joke. Uh, at least one friend said he could have smuggled in a collapsed AR-15. And believe me, next year it may be my option if I go next year. I, I'll go to the state. But by the way, I've, I've had a lot of my friends from the far burbs and greater Minnesota say, oh, I would never go to the Minnesota State Fair. And this episode just goes to show exactly why. I mean, it's just too dangerous. You know what? I, I'm not in the habit of going places, for the most part, where law-abiding citizens are uh, barred from having guns. Now, I, I will go uh, to places that post themselves if I need something there, because let's be honest, it, you, you, there's stores out there where you just uh, sometimes just need to go places. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm not one to let someone tell me I can't do something I'm legally entitled to do. Uh, and get away with it. Now, if it's just a store that's posting itself with one of those little, stupid little no guns allowed signs, I I would go concealed. I Back when I owned guns, before they all fell in the lake, of course, I would go concealed because none of their damn business. And that's what I do. Now, when they are actively screening for guns, like, for example, certain bars downtown for certain events, uh, say First Avenue for most of your concerts, they will... Uh, they will they will have metal detectors and they will be actively patting people down. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go to patronize and give money to anyone who contests my right to defend myself, my life, my freedom, my community, uh, and everyone around me. I won't do that. And Minnesota State Fair as kind of falls into that uh, territory now. That being said, I am no more inclined to allow uh, government or tin pot pseudo governments like the state fair board to tell me where and where I where I can't go than I am to let criminals tell me the same thing. Uh, in fact, it's one of the things I remember from the uh, the, the carry uh, the shall issue uh, carry permitting debate back in 2002, 2003. I was debating this with someone and, and that someone said, well, this is just a bunch of complaining from people who think you should be able to go anywhere you want to anytime you want. And I looked at this person for a second. I said, you mean we as taxpayers should be the ones to be afraid to, to go places and do things, to, to, to turn certain parts of the city we pay the taxes for over to the scummiest among us? And I think their answer was something like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they fell over because their, their blood flow to their brain would no longer sustain life. That last part was satire, but only barely. Uh, the the point being, I, I am no more uh, likely to let the state fair board tell me where I can and can't go than I am to uh, let criminals tell me where I can and can't go within the bounds of prudence. Again, if you do uh, carry, it, it does behoove you to avoid uh, trouble if you if you can manage it and you need to. It's it's the best way to s stay out of trouble and, and keep your retirement uh going towards your retirement. That being said, this was not without, I mean, this did not go unpredicted. Back when the State Fair Board initially put this policy in, in 2021, of course, the, the fair was a little addled back then. It was you know, the post-COVID year. Almost nobody went. I didn't go. I don't know a whole lot of people who did. I mean, the, the attendance was way down. And of course, there was no fair in 2020 because this being... Uh, St. Paul, the home of the of Big Karen, of course they weren't going to go to the fair in 2020. But uh, this was predicted. I predicted in as many words when the state fair started to put teeth into its no-guns policy, this is exactly what was going to happen. And, well, mazel tov, there you have it. It did. Now, one of the things that I I, I think is is important about this is is that it tells us something, not just about the state fair, 
but about society as a whole, about about our entire society, and, and that is that uh, that we can apply to the kind of events that get most of your white progressive Karen friends the most exercised about firearms, the, the mass shootings in places like schools and government offices and schools and, and grocery stores and schools. And there's a pattern here. Uh, gun-free zones. There is a correlation, not a causation, a causative link, but a correlative link between gun-free zones and spree killings. Not mass shootings, spree killings. People who go out with the express intent to murder people in large numbers to 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 make this the big <clears throat> signature event of their so-called lives. And shootings, again, not a causative link, but there is certainly a correlation between gun-free zones and and spree killings and violence in general. People who know that nobody can resist them are more likely to, uh, to, to, to carry out their depredations where they know no one is going to hurt them. Whether you're a common street criminal who doesn't set out to kill people necessarily. Uh, I mean, criminals tend to be stupid people, especially street criminals, but they have senses of self-preservation. And they know that if they're out where people cannot possibly resist them, say, in the state fairgrounds, where the law-abiding people largely are disarmed, or immediately outside the fairgrounds, where there are people walking around who've already been screened for guns by the fair. The fair's already done the job of making sure they're all nice and disarmed and basically targets on the hoof for them, which, by the way, is behind the, a bit of a rise in robberies and strong-arm crimes around the state fairgrounds after dark this last two years that you didn't see anywhere near as much of until 2019, up through 2019, when a criminal could not count on everyone coming out of the fair being thoughtfully disarmed by the state board for uh, state fair board for them. But there's a lesson here in the state fairs floundering around about this issue, which is this. If you want to deter violence, nobody actually has to carry a gun. And this, this, Something I've been talking about for quite some time. I mean, you've got 1,000 school districts in America, including one in Minnesota that just voted this past two weeks to allow a small segment of staffers, I believe 10 staffers in a fairly small town, to uh, secret staffers, mind you. No one knows who they are, but they're going to get some special training, uh, which is not the dumbest thing in the world, uh, but they're going to get some special training. They're going to be allowed to carry their legally owned firearms in the classroom. They may be teachers. They may be staffers. We don't know, and that's fine, because that plays into the lesson here. In these 1,000 districts, including this brand-new district in Minnesota that just went, uh, that just took down the No Guns Allowed sign, you don't actually need to have anyone armed to actually have an effect on crime. Again, in the first 160 years of the Minnesota State Fair, there was not a single gun crime, or there was exactly one armed robbery in 160 years with all the tens of millions of people, maybe more, that tramped through the fairgrounds in those hundred-odd years. There was exactly one armed robbery, which, by the way, happened the year that the, gun, the fairgrounds officially started trying to turn the screws on gun owners. Because ne'er-do-wells and miscreants had no idea who was going to be armed and who wasn't. Up until 1974, again, you did not a law-abiding citizen required no permit to carry a firearm anywhere in Minnesota, including at the Minnesota State Fair. And given there's a lot of farmers showing up at the Minnesota State Fair, there's a better than even chance there's an awful lot of them out there. And after 2003, 10, up to 10% of the law-abiding adults who are eligible to have a permit in the state of Minnesota, do, disproportionately, by the way, in red Minnesota, the ones who are having their little day camp at the in the Midway, on the Midway, in the St. Paul Midway. And there was no way to tell who they were up until last year. Up until 2021, no criminal, any criminal that wanted to try and take someone off in or around the Minnesota State Fair was playing roulette with their life. They didn't know which one was going to be the one to, to come out swinging with a forty-five 
or something. And so they largely kept their depredations elsewhere until the state fairs started obliging them by making sure everyone leaving the state fairgrounds was disarmed for them and everyone on the state fairgrounds was disarmed for them. As long as someone could kill you, most criminals are going to take their business elsewhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. More on this when we come back. Go nowhere. Let Full Service Battery put the juice in your summer with their in-stock supply of batteries. Let them help you get your motorcycles, golf carts, boats, or RV campers charged up and ready to go. Get prepared now to take those trips by stopping into Full Service Battery. They have what you need for all your summer fun activities. If you're looking for the lowest prices in town where you know you'll get great customer service, go to Full Service Battery. Find them online today at FullServiceBattery.com. A successful baseball coach gets the offer of a lifetime. We need a new coach. I'm looking at it. I'm Coach Brooks. I love this game. When his methods reveal his faith, two worlds collide. Your job description at this school reads coach, not pastor. I'm being forced to choose between providing for my family and doing what God called me to do. This is bigger than baseball. It's bigger than you. Champions live here. Running the Bases. In theaters Friday. Rated PG. Tickets and showtimes at runningthebasesmovie.com. You just keep winning. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Are you tired of looking at your chipped oil-stained garage floor every time the door opens? You need to talk with the folks at the coating crew. These guys can transform your garage or utility floor concrete into an extension of your home. Imagine matching your floor to your sweet summer ride or showing off your team colors. The Coating Crew has a wide variety of colors to match the most eclectic tastes in man cave decor. These guys take the time to properly prep the floor, repair cracks and pits, and then the magic begins and all in just one day. This attention to detail sets them apart from the competition. It's a given that their crews are trained and certified to create your long and lasting oasis. Since 1999, the Coating Crew has been providing superior products and exceptional customer service. Contact CodingCrew.com. Reclaim the value and space of your old garage floor. Schedule a free quote at CodingCrew.com and tell them Dennis sent you. CodingCrew.com. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Why, yes, I was once the best bald white father of two rap DJ in the Twin Cities. Why do you ask? Hey, speaking of which, Uncle Tom 2, the movie so nice they made it twice, it offers a compelling and brave analysis of the true history of black America. Executive producer Larry Elder and director Justin Malone, plus Brandon Tatum and a whole bunch of other folks, explore the great strides of black America, the sinister Marxist strategy stirring up racial tensions and replacing God with government, the truth behind Black Lives Matter. Stream it today. Here we go again. Go to SalemNow.com or buy a DVD copy for yourself or as a gift. And believe me, it is a gift. Uncle Tom 1 was an amazing movie. Uh, revelative movie to an awful... Revelative? No. Revelatory movie to an awful lot of people that I know. Uh, people, certainly white progressives, were a little bit shocked by by what it brought to them. Some of, Not to say it converted them all, because I think there's a certain amount of thick-headedness that, uh, and low-information 
proneness that goes with being a progressive. But, well, what do you do? You do the best you can. And and uh, Uncle Tom, one and two, are kind of the best you can do. Go to SalemNow.com. Anyway, it's worth streaming. There's a couple of good uh, streamers out there right now from uh, conservative outlets right now. Of course, um, there's a whole bunch of great movies out on Salem Now, uh, both the Uncle Toms and, and many more. Uh, 2,000 Mules is out there as well. It's worth a watch. Uh, at Breitbart, just put out a, a, a movie, <laughs> uh, I, Hunter, the Hunter Biden story, uh, starring uh, Gina Carano, by the way, a person for whom uh, getting blackballed and canceled by progressive media may have been the best career move she could have had. There's, there's a couple movies with her now, and she plays a Secret Service agent for Vice, then Vice President Joe Biden, who is a witness to Hunter Biden's antics and shenanigans it's it's not on it's worth a look i post a link to it at shot in the dark info yesterday i may just be curled up with that one tonight here by the way i was talking about the minnesota state fair and of course it's it's descent into violence and of course the, the some of the worst violence committed at the minnesota state fair is violence against logic and fact by democrats on, on labor day third district congressman dean phillips uh claimed Complete ownership of Labor Day. He tweeted, and I quote, Don't tweet about Labor Day unless you support the right to organize and collectively bargain. Unless you're working to lower the cost of health care and child care and fighting for paid family leave, pre-K, and the child tax credit, America's heroes need support, not barbecues. Now, as someone who has been a union member, which Dean Phillips has not, I take a little umbrage at him claiming ownership of Labor Day himself. Actually, I, I mean, as someone who was a part of organized labor <laughs> for a semester, uh, I, I resent this. I mean, it's a little presumptuous and, and, and over the line, really, for closing all communication that is ambivalent to opposed or at least has some nuance and dissent when it comes to unions unless uh, Phillips is a real champion of labor. I mean, if this was someone who actually had some skin in the game labor-wise, I, as a union brother myself, well, 20 years ago, I, 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 I'm, a little, I'm a little upset by this. But who knows, I thought, maybe Dean Phillips truly is a champion of labor. Let's, let's not forget, Dean Phillips uh, got to where he is because he is the plutocrat scion of of a brewing empire, a distilling empire. Phillips Liquors, you know, the rot gut vodka you drank when you were back in college, if you were prone to drinking back in college, which I may have been. The the cheap stuff, that's the same family. Phillips, of course, the Phillips family owns U.S. Distilling in Princeton, which also has a distillery in St. Paul. And it's 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 a it's a big business. It has made Dean Phillips uh, one of the wealthiest people in Congress. But I thought, who knows? Maybe Dean Phillips, who has just said, by the way, don't tweet about Labor Day unless you support the right to organize and collectively bargain. So I thought, well, maybe it's possible that Dean Phillips is a great champion of labor. Maybe. So I did a quick search just to see if any union was claiming any organization of uh, Phillips's two distilleries, U.S. distilleries uh, operations up in uh, Princeton or down on University Avenue in St. Paul. A quick search showed no indication that anyone was organizing either of those distilleries. And even, in fact, a quick look through a court case from recent years about a workman's compensation suit against the, I believe, the University Avenue location didn't indicate that the worker involved, a, a forklift driver who'd gotten into an accident and uh, been injured on the job, didn't indicate any sort of union representation on the part of the worker. So I'm going to guess that there is no actual union involvement in either of those distilleries. I don't think it's a reasonable stretch to assume that the place is not actually fully unionized in any or much or unionized at all, much less completely. Now, I put in a call to uh, Representative Phillips's office and to U.S. Distilling in Princeton last week just to see if there anyone would want to set me straight on this. 
I never got a call back. Imagine that. Imagine not getting a call back asking for clarification from a DFL representative. Let me quote it again. Don't tweet about Labor Day unless you support the right to organize and collectively bargain. It says the plutocrat scion of a family that owns, apparently, and someone feel free to call me at 651-289-4488 to set me straight on this, apparently an unorganized, non-unionized distilling sweatshop. I don't know if it's a sweatshop. For all I know, it's a wonderful place to work, but it's not unionized. The idea that a DFL plutocrat is going to wrap himself in the clothing of the labor union I was a member of for four months, 20 years ago, is abhorrent to me. Full disclosure, I taught a semester at a local university. I was offered the choice between paying $108 for fair share or $120 to join the professor's union. I figured the extra 8 bucks would be kind of fun to be able to claim bragging rights over most DFLers for the rest of my life so I could say I was a union guy. In some ways, it was the best $8 I've ever spent at any rate. Speaking of spending money, the DFL detests money being spent on races unless it's their plutocrats that do it. New polls came out this past week after uh, 10 days, 12 days at the Minnesota State Fair where uh, Scott Jensen and the other uh, Republican booths completely squashed Governor Waltz's booth. Uh, the polling came out from Survey USA showing uh, Governor Waltz had 51-33 over Scott Jensen with 12% undecided. Now, this is disappointing at best. Now, let's make sure we're clear on this. I've been a s- firm critic of most polling for quite some time now, with good reason. I mean, there's the Minnesota poll when the Star Tribune ran it was a complete sham. And you can tell it was a sham because there was a direct correlation between the closeness of the race between a Republican and a Democrat and the lopsidedness of the last poll they showed immediately before Election Day. My classic example was uh, 2010, uh, when the Star Tribune Minnesota poll, the Sunday, two days before the election, showed Mark Dayton winning over Tom Emmer by something like nine points, a completely absurd margin. At the end of the day, it came down to a quarter of a point, one quarter of a point. And let's be honest, that quarter of a point was entirely taken up by Republicans who crossed over to vote for Tom Horner, a ersatz, at best, Carlson Republican, who today talks somewhere out to the left of of, uh, of Tim Waltz in terms of his uh, political rhetoric. I mean, he was a liberal in pseudo-Republican clothing who had been a, a bureaucrat in the, uh, in the Carney Carlson administration, I believe, was the story. And he was put out there, floated on a raft of lefty money to serve as an ersatz Republican to soak up votes from Republicans who may not want to support Tom Emmer. And that's what happened. Tom Emmer lost by 8,000 votes. But there was a pattern in the Star Tribune Minnesota polls starting in the 1980s and going up until probably 2015, 2016. The closer the race ended up being the more lopsidedly, bizarrely out of kilter the polls wound up being. Now, this is not the case with Survey USA. This was a Survey USA poll, and the Survey USA poll tends to be fairly above board. It's the one put out there by Channel 5, which is the channel that's the TV station, really the mainstream media outlet in the Twin Cities that spends the least time and effort of the big four serving as DFL uh, PR shills. Not counting like the Star Tribune and, and, and NPR, uh, which uh, I'm talking about the big four TV stations. I mean, Channel 9, 11, and 4, forget about it. They're DFL PR firms, as we saw during the fair. Anyway, continuing here, uh, 51-33. Now, this, let's, let's reel it in just a little bit here. This was a poll of 600 people conducted online. The fact that it's online is not a disqualifier. That's just the way they sent the poll to people. That's perfectly legitimate. No less legitimate than a telephone poll. However, the uh, margin of error was about three points among 600, roughly 650 voters who were registered voters. Now, the Agent, the Survey USA picked registered voters, which is a less reliable sample. However, these were voters who said they were more or less likely 
to vote, likely voters are much more reliable as a sample. And as the number of uh, as the polling closes in on the 500 or so who were considered the most likely to vote, the margin of error uh, went up considerably, up to four and a half percent, I believe, which means not quite. I mean, complete outlier would have the, the race within a few points of, of, of each other, uh, potentially, but not likely. The, the Survey USA poll is relatively reliable. Uh, all things considered, this is this is bad news for Scott Jensen. Hardly insurmountable. Uh, remember, of course, that uh, Paul Wellstone was behind in all the polls up until just before he beat Rudy Boschwitz, and Donald Trump was behind up until election day, up until the election itself. Frankly, uh, six years ago. So don't give up hope here, folks. In fact, now's the time. Well, as we'll discuss in a moment here, now's the time to triple down on your effort. We'll talk about when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. AM 12A, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 12A, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018 800-884-9018 That's 800-884-9018 Step in to Red Wing shoes this season for a comfortable pair of waterproof footwear. They feature safety toe and regular toe work boots and shoes. Let their friendly fit experts find you the right footwear for your job in the right size. Remember, Redway also carries accessories, polish, socks, inserts, and more. Don't forget to ask about their mobile shoe service where they bring the store to you. Visit Red Wing Shoes in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, you can share uh, your go-to recipes with us for a chance to win a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Oh, that sounds awesome. Anyway, you can also have your recipe included in the World's Greatest Recipes Volume 2 Cookbook. Available November 1st, by the way. Alongside recipes from your favorite pastors, authors, and Christian artists, take your kitchen to Michelin star level. 
by signing up once a day at am12athepatriot.com. By the way, there's bonus entry options to improve your chances of winning. You need a new mixer, want an espresso machine, you need a new spat set, sign up for am1280thepatriot.com. Get those recipes out there. Most of my recipes involve both of those ingredients. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Talking a little bit about the polling information showing Tim Waltz leading uh, Scott Jensen 51 to 33. Now, uh, we survey USA tends to be a fairly reliable poll, even allowing for the fact that a poll of 600 people cannot be completely dispositive. My questions really amount to three things. First of all, uh, polls depend on, on the turnout model you pick. Turnout models, you, you, you try to decide how many people of one party, another, or neither are going to turn out for an election. What turnout models are they going to pick? They're going to pick 2000 or 2000, not to me, I'm sorry, 2020 or 2018, most likely. The Survey USA poll, by the way, was 36% Republicans, 36% Democrats, 21% independents. Now, a lot of times independents wind up voting Democrat. We don't know what they are. So there's, there's a big question mark there. Second question mark I have is some of the breakouts just kind of warp the imagination here. For example, okay, the fact that Waltz leads, leads among women 58-30, not a huge surprise, especially among Metro women. Uh, leading among, uh, Waltz leading among men 48-636, okay, I'm not buying that. Waltz leading the Twin Cities 56-30, no question about it, I don't doubt. But Northeast Minnesota 42-28, to uh, maybe Duluth City itself. Waltz leading Southern Minnesota 46-40, to not buying it. Western Minnesota, 48-42, not buying it at all. Now, some of the other issue breakouts. Uh, abortion, 77-13, Walt, yeah, no problem. The economy, 40, uh, Jensen leading, 43-40. Seems a little thin, but whatever. Here's the one where I'm, I'm calling a little bit of BS here. Uh, Walt's leading, 51-33, uh, 51-35, rather, on crime? Sincerely not buying that here, folks. Uh, while there are there are questions uh, about uh, Survey USA tends to be a well-regarded poll, but uh, I, I'm not buying some of those cross tabs there. Another thing that brings some question to it, not question to the polling results necessarily, but um, interesting side effect is the other constitutional offices are doing considerably better. Uh, Jim Schultz. Kim Crockett are, are within well within the margin of error. And by the way, their DFL opponents, none of them get over 50% uh, in the poll. And uh, Ryan Wilson is uh, trailing Ju uh, Julie Whiteclaw Blaha, 38-37, which, given the margin of error, means he may very well lead. Now, bear something in mind here. I mean, that's all good news, potentially. I mean, if the GOP campaigns the bejeebers out of those three races, uh, they could pull each of them off. It's all within the realm of possibility. But <laughs> this is these races are always uh, won by the people who reach out to the low-information voter the best, and low-information voters tend to vote straight down the ticket, and you, know, you get, you get low-information voters coming out and checking the, the box for Tim Waltz the odds are pretty good that those same low-information voters are going to just run right down the list and check the rest of the constitutional officers. This is where we, the Republicans in this state, need to get out and work. Uh, Tim Waltz is spending more money every week on TV ads than Scott Jensen will spend in the entire campaign. Uh, it's interesting to note that D the DFL is all against big money in politics unless it's there plutocrats with deep pockets that are pouring money into these races. If they save themselves in this race, it will be, especially if they save Angie Craig in this race, it will because, be because they outspent us. Not out of any organic grassroots fundraising, but because uh, plutocrats with deep pockets uh, basically buried the Republicans in money. Interesting how that works. Uh, just a few minutes left before the break here. Let's uh, try and get a couple calls in here. Tim in St. Paul, you're live and on the air. you got about 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah, just quickly, here's my perspective. I belong to a coffee group. We're all 70 and older. Uh, uh, there's 12 of us. Nine of us are never going to vote for a Democrat. Two for a Democrat, one independent. And we would never answer any poll question online or by phone because we don't trust 
them anymore. A few years ago, I might have, but not anymore. That's entirely. So po- that, that's entirely. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish up here, real quick. So I think there's going to be a, a real surprise for a lot of people. I certainly hope there is, and uh, I think the Democrats have have overplayed their hand in many, many ways. I certainly hope you're right, Tim. Absolutely. I mean, it's entirely possible, and I I urge you to remember. I mean, Donald Trump defied polling, including exit polls, the the day of the election six years ago. Paul Wellstone was not predicted to come anywhere close to Rudy Boschwitz 32 years ago. Uh, Real quick, let's go to Pat in Minneapolis. Uh, Welcome to the Northern Alliance. You're on the air. Yes, hi. I have a couple of questions. One is um, literature I got from Jensen. He cited a couple of polls, and it sounded like they were quite close. Maybe you cited them while I was on the phone with your call screener. But maybe they have different polling. Do they do internal polling? So that's one question. Then I'm wondering about the ads. I think I saw a Jensen ad for the very first time holding a baby and answering a lot of the Um, pro-choice ads that have been on. And the other thing we need to know is let's get our money back from the state, give it to Jensen, 50 for a person, 100 for a couple, and then they give you a receipt. You mail it in, it's like a Menards rebate. They send you the money back. So it's free money to Jensen. I think everybody should do that in Minnesota here. Absolutely. Everyone needs to get out and support support Republicans. And and if you, yeah, Scott Jensen needs the help. Uh, it's he had he out fundraised the rest of the field uh, to get all together during the uh, during the race for the endorsement uh, that seems not to have been followed by a similar uh, proficiency at fundraising since then, unfortunately. And uh, that needs to, need to get taken care of. Speaking of which, we saw a number of Republicans uh, in the immediate wake of the polling, including some people that I consider I, I have some respect for. So yeah, it's time for Jensen just to call it all off. I'm sorry, that's the literally, not literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Not even the dumbest thing I've heard in this campaign. But good God, people, what are you going to do? Just let, let, let Tim Waltz walk over to victory? Give up on all the down ticket races? I mean, even if Jensen loses, if he drags enough people to the polls for Kim Crockett, for, for, for Jim Schultz, and for Ryan Wilson to win, it'll be better than nothing. Whereas if he just goes home, I mean, these are people who know better than this. Where did that come from? I'm not naming names because why bother? But uh, when we come back, things that democracies can learn from monarchies. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Gregor's thoughts on debt cancellation. You've been lied to on every major issue by the left, but you're being told the truth about climate change. I don't know which I'm more upset by. Newsom's dictatorial order that there will not be any gas-powered cars sold within 13 years in California, or the... The Biden completely illegal canceling of uh, tuition debt. The bad news from the left is so consistent. The authoritarianism, the corruption is so deep. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on hosts, and search for the hot topics and issues you want to hear addressed. A massive archive of intelligent conversation is just a click away at am1280thepatriot.com. 
Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Free, what a great word. We are often asked if we give free estimates. The truth is that very little is actually free, but we absolutely do offer free, no-obligation estimates on roofing, siding, gutters, and windows, and we feel privileged to do so. This makes me think of the incredible cost of salvation, so costly that nobody, nobody can afford it. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The only way to pay our sin debt is with death. Ouch! The verse continues with, But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Honestly, there is very little cost to us doing an estimate for you, and we actually get the benefit of meeting you too. But think of the cost of salvation. If you have any questions about your home's exterior or about the free gift of salvation, please look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.